This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome along to this podcast and the Laughter Factory are back with yet another amazing tour. A whole bunch of comedians from all around the globe to entertain us in the city of Dubai. I caught up with Jimmy McGee. Uh, a funny fella, let me tell you. And uh, he had a lot to say about the world of comedy. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Welcome back into the show. And of course, the Laughter Factory has got a brand new tour happening at the moment with gigs coming up on Thursday, Friday and Saturday up in Abu Dhabi and here in Dubai. It's called the Menace to Society Tour (laughs) and joining us is comedian Jimmy McGee uh, who's part of that tour. Jimmy, would you describe yourself as a menace to society? Um, I had no control or influence over the naming (laughs) of this tour and I I think it would be uh, a menace to nobody. Um, (laughs) No one in society. I think I was a menace at school and that's about it. So they must be talking about the other comedians. Yeah, they're talking about the other two, definitely. Harmless sure. to society. <laughs> Harmless to society. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, um, obviously a British accent there, but I know you do quite a lot of work down in Australia, don't you? Just tell me a, a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I don't really like winter. Um, and the Australians rather conveniently put all of their comedy festivals uh, in our winter, so January, February, March. So it has nothing to do with um, wanting to perform elsewhere or the culture or anything like that. It's purely weather-based. So (laughs) I go out for as long as possible to skip January, February and March in the UK, which, as we all know, are the most obnoxious months. Well, you must be loving it in Dubai then, if you like warm weather. I mean, it's perfect for you. Absolutely. I enjoyed my 15 minutes of sunshine at the pool today before the sun disappeared behind yet another building. Um, I quite enjoy the uh, sunbathing Tetris that you have to play here. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, You know, um, Dubai, weather, it's guaranteed. There's no two ways about that. But let's find out about how you got into uh, the, the world of comedy. Everybody's got a different road into it. Were you the funny guy at school or was it much later on that you kind of took to the craft? Um, I suppose you could say that my role in my little group of friends was um, purely amusement-based, whether it was me being funny or them just finding me amusing. Yeah. And then um, I suppose failed actor a little bit. Oh, really? Um, And then I threw away a perfectly good career in television production, science documentaries, um, and ran off to join the circus. Wow. So I did stand up when I was a drama student, and um, it was my secret shame for many years. So wh- when you say, you know, um, a failed actor, I'm sure it wasn't because of lack of talent. Was it just lack of opportunities, or, uh, you know, were there just not enough jobs? Um, no, I suppose I failed in my attempt to learn how to act. So I wanted to be an actor. Yeah. Um, I did drama at university but then I did stand up and that sort of immediately became much more uh, my kind of thing because you've no boss you've no lines you've no writers you've no no one to report to Um, you're purely uh, autonomous and I really enjoyed that 
So. Yeah, isn't it a bit more terrifying though than you know maybe reading the yeah. script and being on on a movie than, than actually doing yeah. stand up? Well, you know the point with stand up is when it goes well, you're an absolute hero. Yes. And when it goes badly, there is nowhere to hide. You are standing alone on a stage with two hundred <laughs> very disappointed people staring at you. Oh no! So um, we live on a kind of precipice of you know agony and ecstasy. I mean, how do you get over it if you do have a bad night? You know, what's what's the, the drill to kind of move on and think, well, it's one of those things and, you know, we've got another show tomorrow? Um, moan about it endlessly to uh, the other comedians and promoters and anyone else who listen. Complain about how it wasn't your fault yeah, and yeah. all the audience's fault. And then after about a week, you stop thinking about it every minute of every day. <laughs> right. What's the life like of a, of a working comic in the UK now? I'm, I'm guessing motorway, it's like an elastic band up and down. I mean, how many gigs yeah. a week average do you do? Well, I mean, anywhere from three or four to every night sometimes. You tend to work in clusters. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's becoming a little bit more expensive to get around the country now so you tend to to wedge in as many gigs in one place as you can yeah right right pop up to manchester and back um so yeah life on the road lots of trains lots of sitting at platforms dealing with delays or or driving endless hours lots of podcasts and audio books yeah what about writing jimmy what's um you know what's your approach to that well, that's uh, that's a much more difficult thing to kind of um, to to have a system for. Really, you can try all sorts of. There's disciplined sit down, you know, try and write for two hours at your laptop, you know, yeah, look yeah. through your notes, kind of thing. But uh, sometimes it just doesn't come. It's very, very. It is like lightning in a bottle sometimes. So um, I find that I am more productive when I'm when I'm moving around and I'm on the road. So if I'm travelling. As soon as I get on an airplane or a train, I find I, I reach for my notebook. Mm. If I land in another country, I'll immediately start thinking of all sorts of stuff. If I sit down at my laptop and try to write comedy, nothing will happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, ar- arriving in a, a city like Dubai, obviously, big contrast to, to the UK. But do you find material that, that works, you know, that you've sourced locally here? Yeah, I think so. I think the first the first time I ever came here, I I was so kind of blown away, and you know I wrote all sorts of new routines. I remember someone taking me to a an infamous beach club, yeah, um, and I, I had a whole bit about that within a day, you know, yeah, because you're just seeing lots of new things and you're experiencing a whole thing. And obviously, Dubai has a particular, you know. Um, culture and also the expats mm. that you meet along the way are all quite funny and interesting so you know there's lots of stuff that you can you can work up pretty quickly same in australia you know so the thing with co- with comedy if an australian made an observation about something that australians do then the audiences would go huh, yeah fine but if a brit comes over and makes exactly the same observation <laughs> they f- fall over so yeah you are in a kind of exalted position by just having a different accent so you can yeah. go goodness me why do you do this and they just go oh mate that's so funny ah <laughs> oh you've got the australian accent off there's no two ways about that i mean when you who are some of the comics that uh, have perhaps rubbed off a little bit on you that you know you have admired and perhaps taken a little bit from um well i tend to i tend to like the comedians that do things that i can't do um so a lot of the Irish guys who just 
they, they don't seem to have any kind of jokes. They just tell these wonderful kind of stories. Yeah. And you're just laughing constantly throughout it without, you don't, you can't pin down like that's a punchline, that's a punchline, that's a punchline. There's an elegance to that kind of storytelling stand-up, which I love. Um, and equally, I like people that write proper jokes, you know, so Jimmy Carr, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Real off jokes, because I don't really do that either. Um, right, so um, we've got gigs coming up on the, the 19th. That's Thursday night at the Park Rotana in Abu Dhabi. Media Rotana on Friday the 20th. That's in Albasha Heights. And you're at Duke's the Royal Hideaway on the 21st on Saturday. All the ticket information you'll find at thelaughterfactory.com. Anything else you want to get up to, Jimmy, whilst you're uh, making us all laugh on these gigs? Um, I think, no, I, I'll, I'll just be finding my little patches of sun in between, I think, <laughs> over the next few days. You'll yeah. find me spread-eagled out on a sun lounger somewhere. Lovely. Well, um, I hope you get the greatest tan ever, and everyone's very envious when you go back. Uh, Jimmy McGee, um, you're definitely not a menace to society. You sound like a super guy, and it's been great chatting with you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cheers. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.